Did somebody say they wanted a loosely constructed theme week that didn't really hang together and had several bulky seams? Here you go. This is the Keep Sewing Podcast. I am your host, Ellie, and I'm joined by Meg. Hello. And Millie. Hello. To talk about uh, the, <laughs> the tremendous missed opportunity that was Film Week. I, I mean, it does feel like we're doing the other podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does a bit. Um. Crikey! Like right, so themed week disaster. What? <laughs> what three? What three rounds? Let's just do a quick lightning round. What three things would you be getting people to sew for a movie week? Well, the first one actually worked. I would have been quite interested to see something Tron-like for the second one, other than just sci-fi. And then I probably would have gone for like recreate a like a like a, a notable costume for your made to measure I think the 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 problem that they've got is they can't have any specific licensed images yeah well and it's not even a danced program, around on it, the... yeah it's not even a program that's made by BBC studios because BBC studios seems to get away with a lot of licensed cosplay on Strictly. Mm. Um, so... Generic flapper dresses it is! Mm. I'd have quite liked to have seen them do... I don't know, like... actual... film... You know, like, on... Uh, if you're going to do one of the old musicals, which I'm guessing where the flapper dress was coming from, mm-hmm. like... When they used to do uh, musicals with a number in a review bar, and people would have to do the quick costume changes, and how they'd oh yeah, like an actual con- an actual address reveal challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd like, have loved to have seen that trick garments. Well, I think that's that's like cabaret week, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, we'll have cabaret week. I'm thinking Anne Miller's dress in um, uh, Dancing the Blues Away. I mean. Uh, which is an MGM musical. It, well, it's, um, it's in Easter Parade. It, it's, that, not, it's, yeah. it's not a movie, but I think a very good sewing challenge would be something like uh, a rifles jacket from Sharp. Oh, all that brave. Wow. Oh, Give them a week to do it and maybe they'll get something there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, yes, a, a weird collection of slightly too difficult challenges for which they weren't given quite enough time. Yeah. And I appreciate that they do need to create some drama and everything, but I would like nice frocks at the end. Yeah. Yeah, not not like disaster sacks. <laughs> disaster sacks? What? <laughs> 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 well, some of those costumes were kind of disaster sacks. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go through the rounds that we did actually have, rather than continuing to imagine <laughs> rounds that we didn't have. 
Marilyn Monroe. The seven-year itch dress. Mm. I could very much have done without that segment with the man talking horribly about Marilyn's body. Yeah. Yeah. That was gross. That was grim. A bit grim. I would have been... You know what they could have done when they told us about that costume? They could have told us about the uh, bonkers fabric, which is the um, autocatalytic um, cellulose-based rayon that they used to produce. Tell me more. So there were certain sorts of uh, man-made fibre dresses, such as there was a particular sort of rayon, I think it was, I'm sure someone may correct me, um, that was a, a cellulose-based one. You know, did, it, did it explode? Uh, it could very easily uh, catch on fire, yeah. Oh, like oh, a retro nice. version of a shell suit. Yeah. Um, like, like Edwardian dresses. Too like close Ed- to the fire. Yeah, that sort of thing. But because it was uh, the man-made fibre, it would go up very fast. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's... Uh, the, I believe that's the fabric that it was made out of and it's one of the reasons why it's been, it's amazing that it's survived and has been sold for such a lot of money is that it's been stored correctly because a lot of those ones when they weren't stored co- correctly in the old uh, wardrobe warehouses um, just literally dropped to bits um, but yeah th- th- that, that and a book that I have that has uh, the seven year itch dress in it as a feature of something that you could maybe sew, um, is how I found out about the pleating services. Oh. Ah. Well, you see, that would have been a lot more interesting than somebody salivating over a woman who was abused by her employer's measurements. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway... Fashion and sexism and uh, like coming into collision. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it's a very, it like it is quite a good challenge. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the fact that they yeah. all had the exact same fabric, and you the know, exact same was, amounts as well. Yeah. yeah, there was no, there was no sort of like, oh, you've made a terrible fabric choice, or you've ah, you've made quite a good fabric choice. Or anything like that. It was literally, how have you sewn the dress? Yeah. So let's go through. <laughs> let's go through the four results. So Liz was in fourth with the one where she like lost her head and didn't cut the zip to the right length. Yeah, that, that zip that's a disaster. Yeah, that's quite bad. Yep that that and went wrong. Bless her. It's not a fixable disaster. No, I mean, like, the the fix is I will need another zip. Yes, but not in a time <laughs> limit. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. And it was also a little bit, so you can really tell if they've not had time to even out the pleated fabric for the skirt, because if they've stretched it out too much or, or, or held it in too tight, it goes horribly asymmetrical. Which I bet mm. you could come up with some really good effects if you were doing that deliberately, but to make the circle skirt, it doesn't work. No. And it's a really obvious way of it just looking wrong. Nicole! Uh, there's always something on the pattern challenge, Nicole. 
<laughs> Just being Tending like to bag out the bodice is quite that, that's quite bad. And yeah. like just forgetting to do a whole seam is I think that Nicole should probably have gone this week. As much as I love her, but like her catastrophic magpie uh attitude to sewing should probably have limited her at the semi finals. <laughs> catastrophic magpie. Yeah, okay, there we go. Type <laughs> It's the name of my it's, <laughs> that's a metal bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like my Def Leppard <laughs> No, no, my motorhead comes. I don't. A magpie's not a particularly metal bird. Um, I don't know why, because they're vicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean they'll tear a pigeon apart as soon as it's looked at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you if you're going very fast, you can forget a seam. But the so the the bloody gold lame dress that I'm still sewing the back of that is bagged out and I've I have had it inside out and back and inside out and back just sort of finessing the seams seven or eight times now um, but yeah if you're going really fast I guess you could only do it once and forget yeah maybe yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, Claire had the worst case of the skirt asymmetry on her ordinal one yeah. Yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of looked very dishevelled because mm. of it. Mm. And I don't know if it's because it's O'Neill as well. And even Matt's one, which they determined to be the best, none of them looked particularly supportive. I no. wonder if there should be um, some extra fabric, like a third layer to the bodice, to give it some body um yes i mean also the 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 undermans of the time would have carried quite a lot i suppose yeah, that's you, one you, for the 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 strapless basque isn't it yeah yeah or the uh super high-waisted panty girdle e. yeah e. i mean i i would put good money on probably something similar to a, like a merry widow being worn under that yeah. That's like that's your girdle and your brassiere in kind of one. I wore one under my wedding dress, so in one eye-watering package. <laughs> uh, so kept me, me in. <laughs> they do, yes, they definitely do. So, so we leave the pattern challenge with everybody feeling a little bit defeated and miserable, and then they provide them with. Um, my wardrobe and and Your and dad's ga- my dad's garage and dad's garage <laughs> to construct a sci-fi costume with with yeah, mixed I, results. I did wonder if they'd raided my dad's garage with some of those things. <laughs> and the, no yeah, dis- <laughs> distinct air of dad's garage about all of that. Uh, yeah, I thought butter. it was. I thought it was very cute how everybody's everybody reached for exactly the sci-fi reference that you would expect Matt yeah. goes straight for Barbarella mm. uh, Nicole just makes up her own future of uh, I don't know crazy fly face madness Liz goes 
Mad Max. Mad Max, 90s Red Dwarf. And <laughs> and Claire goes, which sci-fi has a vague 40s element to the styling? Blade Runner. Woohoo! Um, and so they all they all did something that was very them, as well as being very sci-fi, which I was quite happy about. It is one of the underrated things about sci-fi is actually there's quite a lot of space for whatever your whatever your jam is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can do lavish production design in a sci-fi world in lots of different flavors. Yes. Um, so, well, there, there, the, the, Meg, I was just going to say there was one bit that in these COVID times just made me kind of like recoil. Yeah. Voluntarily, and that was when like Joe and Nicole were talking to each other through the piping. Uh, it's just like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> four months into lockdown, and I was just like, no. no. So the two less successful ones were Matt's side boobarella and Liz's a theme. Liz's eighties <laughs> Doctor Who extra costume. Yeah. I felt like I felt like she well and she up on they were both pulled up on them. They didn't use enough junk. Like three curtain hooks doesn't count. That and is a, and no. a bit of circuit board. That is that, true. <laughs> I mean, um just making a big stupid choker out of keyboard keys, even if you're having to get the hot glue out, just do it. Yeah. And you know, it, it's definitely a theme that, uh, the, oh my god, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. It is designing for when you can apply your boobs after you've put yourself in the. Yeah, uh, and that you don't mind, like, showing, like, 90% of you through the sides. Oh, yeah. Well. Be right. Be right. I don't know. It. Claire's was justified winning. Oh yeah, I, I thought that mm-hmm. was very good, um, like very sculptural. Uh, Nicole tried her best. <laughs> I liked the colour. Yeah, I thought that was a good use of like, it, um, padded envelopes, like the non, the extremely non-recyclable kind. Mm. I believe so. Yeah. What would and, you- and a kitty litter. A kitty litter mat, which just made me laugh. What would you have tried to make? I, I actually don't know, because without having the chance to sort of, like, sift through the table of junk, I don't know what I would have gone for, really. I'd, I'd like to think that I'd have gone closer for Claire's kind of structural piping. Yeah... Well, what it really reminded me of was the outfit that I made for uh, following Icelandic um, techno band Hattery around on tour last summer, which was a kind of sci-fi thing going on. I made a fishnet evening skirt with reflective, you know, like cyclists have, the reflective tape. With mm-hmm. So I taped all the seams with reflective tape. And I made like a big sort of quite industrial chain necklace out of it. And I think what I would probably have tried to do was was there some like dryer hose on the scrap table? 
So uh, you know that that really wide hose that you yeah, attach think, to the back I think of the so. dryer. I would yeah. probably have tried to make some some shoulder pieces, like Jetson style shoulder pieces, out of that, yes. and maybe stretch some metallic fabric over it or something. Um, because I do like a. I, I do like a, a sculptural shoulder and making something out of something that's not technically clothing. <laughs> um. Yes. What would you have made? I. Mm, I don't know. Again, it's it's really hard to to know what you'd go for without having the uh, table of stuff to sift through. Um. I the, the the thing that really sprung to my mind was a bit down the Barbarella route, but less side boob. Um, <laughs> wearable Barbarella. Wearable Barbarella, yeah. Um, who was it that did all the nineteen sixties chainmail dresses? Was that Pakuraban? I think I think that's correct. Yeah, um, you could have probably done something really fun with some of the. Um, sort of more sheet fabricy items and then uh, junk over the top to look a bit illusion nudish. Mm. Oh, while we're talking about uh, lavish sci-fi costumes, if you haven't watched the film oh, it's like Paradise Heights or something that's on Netflix, you should watch it, especially if you are a big fan of uh, lavish frocks in cinema. It's a sort of dystopian sci-fi um, about the way that society wants young women to behave, but it's all done as a giant um, sort of lavish boarding school, finishing school allegory. Ooh. It's very good. Uh, so yeah, sci-fi transformation. We got through it, sort of. <laughs> Flapper dresses. There's something. There's something that always just strikes me as quite lazy about flapper dresses. Um, like I know that a, they're actually difficult and everything, but as a theme, yes, they're very cliched, and also a lot of like 1920s dresses didn't actually look like that. Yeah. No, they really didn't. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it is I... it is the the Tarts and Vickers party of of a theme. It is a yeah. bit, isn't it? Like it's it's that horrible um, sheet sequin fabric with naff trim. It just bothered. reminds me of Emily. Do you remember her who won the uh, Map J and I fancy dress costume with a bought-in flapper dress? Yeah, because we were furious because we always made our costumes. Yeah, yeah, and so I can't really, I can't really give flapper dresses a pass, even when I can <laughs> actually see them being made by hand. Oh, yeah. they, I'm, I'm still, I'm still pressed. To like twenty five years on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have liked to see them make like so. One of the dresses I've got in my queue to try is. Um, is a 1920s pattern that that advertises itself as like make a dress in an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've watched a lot of people on YouTube, and it does not take an hour, even if you're like a really pro sewer. 
um, but it because it's quite complicated. It's not a it's not so much a pattern as a set of instructions. Oh, good. Uh, you have to measure various things based on yourself. Go from there. Uh, I think that would have been vastly more interesting as a made to measure, to be honest. But yeah, that that is the fantasy theme week, but um. I mean, I, mean, I don't know I liked... about you. Yeah. Uh, Go on, you like. No, Emily. No, no, go. I was going to say, I don't know about you, Meg, but most of those floppy dresses were too short. They were. I mean... By some way. The... You shouldn't be able to the... see your knees. You have to be dancing to be able to see the knees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but... you've got to... Like, you roll your stockings down and you raise your knees, but... That's not for just, like, walking around. No. <laughs> That's for, like, when you're dancing. You see when you're dancing. Yeah. Like, that, most of them were long dresses. The best the best uh, TV film version of 20s flapperiness I've seen of late is still Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Oh, my God, I knew you were going to go for Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Because, like... <laughs> But that's that's probably the best uh, interpretation of a flapper, and actually yeah. she's quite a she's she's meant to be at least in her thirties and with, in, with independent wealth, and yeah. and a friend who is like a tweed wearing lesbian in Australia. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I own a, like a costume fluffer dress. Um, Although it's actually fairly good quality, so I would wear it as a fancy, like a going out dress. But it is very obviously a flapper dress. But it, it, it's still very costumey. Um, and yeah, they all. None of them managed to escape the costume yeah, thing. They all kind of look like they came out of like a cheesy fancy dress shop. Yeah, and that's even even Liz's spider web one, which was I think the most unique out of the. Yeah, I think just because so when I go vintage shopping on eBay or on Etsy, even like you can set the search as strict as you like, you will still see mass-produced, um, like ten-pound, disappointing flapper dresses. Yeah. Metadata. And so it's really disappointing that they've got all these beautiful, high-quality sequined and beaded fabrics and didn't manage to escape the costume look. Yeah. Um, but I think they were just hamstrung by the challenge. Yes. Um, and odd choices were made, like uh, Matt deciding to just roll with the beads into the hem uh into the seam into the, the side seam, seam. Yeah. why no mm. i know it takes time to remove them but that's kind of the point yeah well it's because he don't wear dresses yeah so he's never had to worry about a bulky side seam um and the yeah i was disappointed that claire's hankies didn't work out but the the biggest thing was Nicole getting absolutely fixated on the slip. Yeah. <laughs> Do the slip second, Nicole. You can't see most of the slip, Nicole. Yeah. Do it yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I really liked Liz's though. Yeah, Liz. Like, not just not just the um the spider web, which was very on brand. Um, but that that fringed back yoke was a lovely touch. Mm, I definitely. I did quite like uh, Nicole's feathery hem. Yes. Uh, that reminded think- me of something that we would absolutely scream at if somebody tried it to hide how bad their Charleston swivel was in Strictly. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, like, perhaps someone dancing with maybe Anton. Um, um, <laughs> but I just also, I feel like, I feel like Liz's was the closest in brief. Like, it had the, the boxy fit. Yeah. Um, it was probably the longest of the four, I think. But I think it's a bit so hard to tell because obviously the. I don't know about are... the wrap neckline though, because the wrap didn't come in until the wrap neckline didn't come in until the forties. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I think she could have got a, would have been better off with just like a a V a, a V. Um. But yeah, I mean the good thing about that episode is that it's over. Woohoo! <laughs> and the wrong person went home. Liz should be in yeah. the final. And it looks already from the next week trailer that Nicole is not going to have fun in the final. No. Um, no. And so, who do you think is going to win? Claire or Matt? Uh, I would really like Claire to win. Yeah, I think Because Claire, yeah. aside yeah. from... Except for she's like, like measuring the over skirt too small like she generally is more consistent across all of them all of her stuff tends to be wearable as well yes. yeah um whereas matt tends to kind of waver from that's quite interesting to what are you doing uh, what? <laughs> um, I am quite excited to see his partner, the uh, model next yes. week. I think that'll be quite cool. That'll be lovely. Um, but um, I don't think he's been consistent enough across to really be the same B champion. No, and he did sort of like he came out of that that pack of three men. Uh, yeah, I mean, out of the three interchangeable men. Uh, I'm I'm glad he's made it. Well, I, I mean, it has given uh, like when when Peter left, it did give other people a chance to just pin stuff to the mannequin and hope in the transformation challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm not I'm not entirely thrilled about who went home. What do we no. think? What, what do we think they're going to be making next week? There's usually a giant elaborate frock, which is. Like, come on, we're here. Give us a frock. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there's normally like a, a formal gown of some description. We demand frocks. <laughs> Give us the frocks. Give us frocks. Give us frocks. Frock it to me and other associated <laughs> dreadful ponds. Uh, I think we've reached... Hit me with your best frock. <laughs> oh, frock me, Amadeus. Right. <laughs> oh, can that be the episode title? <laughs> That's next week's episode title. Episode title. Next week's episode title. Uh, frock me like a hurricane. We have to stop there. We have to stop because we've got to half an hour and we started being silly. Um, and I do technically have to go back to work. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm gonna try and finish the gold lame dress for grand final night, and hopefully there'll be selfies. Um, uh, but uh, yes, have a lovely weekend, Meg. Yes, you too. Have a lovely weekend, Millie. You too. And have a lovely weekend, listeners. We're nearly at the end of keep sewing, but until then, keep sewing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.